Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that soars through the sky like a flock of geese. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined, as always, by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here, starting in point position. Oh, that's right, eh? Point honk! That is all. Never said we were Canadian geese, but I like it. It's Canada geese. Or do you mean Canadian Canada geese? Well, we called them around these parts, Joel, or Canadian geese. That would be any goose from Canada, though. Hey. <laughs> Man. I mean, I suppose you're right, but when you say Canadian geese, people around here tend to think of one particular kind of goose. That's wrong, though. Say that this intro is Canada dry, let me tell you. Oh, no. This episode is no. sponsored by Canada Dry. <laughs> Josh, no, not you too. <laughs> We're not really sponsored. Well, anyway, Janelle's here too, and I think she's going to replace Daniel in the front now because Daniel doesn't like our sponsors, I guess. Uh, apparently not, and the only geese I know are angry geese. What are those types of geese? Angry Joel? birds. Angry oh, birds. that's all of them. They're all, they're all just angry? Okay, yeah. well, that doesn't help specify then, I guess. How do you tell yeah. the difference between different types of geese? By the way that they are. Yep, by the way that they are. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. <laughs> well, we can tell what kind of goose Nate is because he's here and he's waddling around on the ground after us. They keep telling me I'm the ugly duckling, but I keep telling him I'm a goose. And I keep telling you I don't have any bread. Quit following me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me food. Nate, the ugly goose. Yeah, for some reason, I'm in a no-fly zone. I'll get shot down if I go up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, oh, no. Applied engineering does not advocate violating the Migratory Bird Act. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know how to, how to do don't... this. This episode is sponsored by the Canadian Goose Advocacy <laughs> yeah. Program. Oh my God. Please kill all Canadian geese on sight. Jesus. No. no. I hate those birds. All they do is shit and walk. And sometimes they squawk. And they hiss at you when you walk by. And you're exactly. Just trying, to, just trying to take a small walk outside of your apartment because you're trying to lose weight. Yeah, anyway, uh, Joel's here too. And he just flew in from Chicago. and But he has wings, so he's not tired yeah. at all. Well, actually, Josh, I've got, a, I've got a funny thing for you because my wings are vestigial. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Like a walruses? Yeah, just like walrus wings. <laughs> <laughs> and buffalo I wings. That's what I thought. I was going to say, what about buffalo wings? Yeah. No, I I fly because, you know, I, I just run so fast that I can step off of the air, you know? Yeah, oh, no. that's fancy. Do you spend some time with geese? Did you like to advocate for them no, so much? No, um, I was paid to advocate for the Migratory Bird Act. It's all uh, migratory birds as well, not just geese. Yeah. Oh, okay. What are some other birds? Other birds? I mean, do you want migratory birds? Yes, specifically the ones you're you're advocating uh, for. I don't know. They only included geese on the paper they gave me. Hmm. But like pigeons are birds, I guess. I do think they are. They don't. I don't think they migrate or mi- mi- migrate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> the sponsor. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> yeah, geez, step up your game, Joel. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, finally, we have AJ here, and he's creating quite the commotion with his constant honking. Ah! 
Ah, ah, Legos, <laughs> they're in my toe. Ah. Is this is this what you want to advocate for, Joel? Honkers like AJ? <laughs> is AJ a, a bird? <laughs> <laughs> With those honks, I think so. <laughs> it sounds like a donkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've always known AJ's an ass, but... Like... <laughs> 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 oh my god oh well regardless um how's everyone doing this week great doing good great. as a bird can be i'm doing better than daniel that's probably true yeah because daniel's a sad lonely man that's right <laughs> josh how you doing oh i'm doing pretty good thanks for asking you know i you know, no one ever asks Josh how he's doing, so I appreciate it when it does happen. That's because you're just a tool for us to be able to play D&D. <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't going to say that. Do you ask your wrench how it's doing whenever you use it to turn nut or something? Oh. I mean, oh yeah. yeah. I didn't <laughs> think so. Do you ask no, your do. car how it's doing whenever you go out to drive to work in the morning? Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> Actually, sometimes, sometimes it's cold outside. <laughs> Sometimes I do. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's, it feels nice. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. To, I'm glad to know you guys treat your tools better than you treat me. <laughs> wow. That's because. No. <laughs> yeah, Daniel. No, no, what? No. Let's say it. Say it, Daniel. <laughs> no. Oh, what? What is it, what, Daniel? What, <laughs> what do you have to say? <laughs> That's because my tools do their job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I'm sorry. Got I didn't really mean that. I just thought it'd be a good goof. Uh. Josh, how you doing now? So, <laughs> so are you guys ready to play some? Yeah, music? I'm excited. <laughs> um hey, hey entertain Josh, us, I'm... tool. Oh my god. <laughs> You, you know what I have to say to that? Somebody, please, butter me up. I am churning for adventure. You were mean to me, so I'm cutting that oh, out. No. Butter me up, I'm churning for adventure? Yeah. I'm just going to have to insert it in multiple parts in the in the episode. All right, so if you guys are ready to play nice and play the game, I'll give us a quick recap, and then we'll jump back into the action. So last episode... You guys kept traveling up the trail towards the Elven Village near the stone door called Deer Himmins. After a brief moment of stress, you were able to sneak past a patrol of Elven warriors without alerting them. And then with some clever spellcasting from Jasper, you were also able to lie your way past another group of sentries. These ones atop a stone watchtower. And so we left our adventurers just outside the boundary of the village, far enough away where they haven't been seen yet and where you can take some time to put a concrete plan together before continuing forward. So it's up, up to you guys okay, now. Okay, so guys, I, I, I don't know why, but I bought all this concrete, and for some reason we were supposed to use this for our plan, but I don't get it. G Gunner, uh, that was for the house. Oh, that, uh, that makes sense. You realize I'm going to have to buy more now, right? Like, I, we, we can't, there's no way we're going to be able to hang on to this. No, no, I no. I have to go back to the store and get concrete so we can repave the basement all over again. 
I no, told no, no, you no. why it's important. A strong foundation is the cornerstone of a good house. I think all of the disguise kits will hold the basement together nicely. What? No, you, they're just covering it up. That's, Vez, you understand this is concrete. It's important, right? Um, yes, because I have lived in many houses where we have had to do much home improvement. Exactly. See, Gunner, she gets it. Strong <laughs> concrete is the foundation of hiding a good body. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I guess technically. Um, okay, jokes aside, Theo, Aegon, I think maybe we should do something to make you look, uh, maybe, you know, not stand out so much? What do, what do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean, Gunner? Uh, is it because I'm tall? It's because I'm tall. It's, it is. It, You've figured it out. You're very tall, and the elves just aren't that tall, so you would stand out. They would know who you are. <laughs> yeah, you guys are pretty it's short. because oh. you're red. Oh, you mean it's because of my dashing good looks, Gunner? No, it's, it's Everybody because... will be focused on me because I'm so handsome. You know, I see it. You know, I, I see it because often I just, I'll be like doing yard work and all of a sudden you come walking by and like I rake over a pine cone or something and it gets stuck in the teeth and then you gotta like kick it out. But then you get like those little bits of the pine cone stuck yes, further in the teeth yeah. and, mm-hmm. and then you can't really get those out. So you gotta like get Tuo and he'll, you know, he'll use his claws to get in there to kind of knock them through. And Where are you going with this? He finds Aegon very attractive, and he gets distracted by him easily. Is I think the summary of that. No, he's just a that. handsome fellow. It's just you. Yeah, it's just because I'm so handsome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, w- w- very attractive, I think. Also, Fio, they like know your face, and the one gentleman in the bar who was a good person recognized you, and he wasn't a brigand. No, but he was the the brother of the brigand. I thought, and like I thought. I mean, I, don't, I didn't see him in the... Brother-in-law. Oh, Vez, you're saying he's the brother-in-law. I see. Yes. <laughs> if he already knew, then the chances are that he might have talked to somebody else and they may have talked to somebody else. You know how these things work. I mean, sure. They might be looking for you. Well, I mean, the brigands, sure. I mean, I want them to find me. I want to go take that guy to justice. He needs to go to jail for what he did. I mean... Uh, I here, agree. I'm getting confused. I, I feel like... A lot of us, aka you and Gunner, are assuming the brigands are like part of the society of Deer Himins. I, I thought Deer Himins just a settlement, and these guys are bad guys, and we're just trying to find them. I mean, if we're trying to sneak around so the brigands don't find us, sure. But it, it feels like we're trying to hide me from everyone. Okay, Fia. Then we can just go, and if somebody recognizes you and they let the brigands know. And then it becomes a thing in the middle of this settlement and people get hurt. I told you so. I don't think it's going to be a thing. I think we just need to go find, like, the people in charge, explain it around to some people, and that we're here to help. And they'll appreciate that, and we can become heroes yet again. Hmm. That is an idea. It probably involves money, Gunner. You're my servants, though. Remember, we're traitors. Yeah, there's that too. Right, for everybody else who's not the people in charge. Then we go talk to people in charge. We tell them, heroes, us, in need them, us heroes to save them. From what? Brigands, bad brigands who are tarnishing their name. And we will go and and restore the proper respect that Dear Humans requires and everyone will be happy. Okay, well, Theo, how, how about this? Just to make me feel better, 
why don't you wear this? But please give, give it, it back. back. I, will, I will be furious if you don't. This is and just Gunner. a slice of cheese. I don't understand. Okay, fine. You, you, won't wear, <laughs> you, you won't wear that. So here's this instead. And Gunner very hesitantly je- um, tries to hand over his fox mask to uh, Bio. Oh, this is... I've never actually like seen this up close. This is super cool. You, you're sure? I mean, you wear this when we go sometimes and like do fighty stuff when you're being sneaky and things. And you don't want us to know about it, but sometimes I see it. It's really cool. Are you sure you want me to... Are you sure? I... I, I, I don't uh, I don't want you to get hurt so please just wear this thing and let's not talk about it anymore and then give it back to me and don't I'm scratch it uh, otherwise you owe me something don't God, think about it too much so, don't stop this is crying. so sweet Gunner I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna, stop I'm gonna cry <laughs> Tua just rolls his eyes we're, we're just <laughs> hugging over just like hugging and crying I just love like you man I, I mean you're a friend so you're my best friend I know you. Yep. Yep. Best friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you guys want to go and just leave them here to cry or whatever it is they're doing? You're just a boy. Oh, no. I was just a boy. <laughs> Please. Okay. I, I got out, but I needed to get out. I feel a lot better. Thank you. Me too. We got this. Uh, I'll wear this mask for you, Gunner. Thank you, Fio. I appreciate that. Yep. Yep. Smells like cheese. <laughs> All right, so Jasper is currently using his magic to disguise himself as an elf atop his summoned phantom steed. Uh, you have Theo wearing this mask to hide his face, and pretty much only his face. You got Vez. Uh, you took the form of a half-elf or an, an elf? elf? I don't remember. Okay, so a full-blown elf this time. And so then what are Gunner and Aegon going to do? Because Gunner looks like an elf. Is he going to disguise himself further, or is he just going to go in as is? Uh, see, that's tough. I have disguise self, so I think maybe Gunner will go in as himself and then use disguise self as it, like a contingency plan. I think Gunner's good with that. Like, if somebody recognizes him, like, hey, there's that guy. Use disguise self. Disguise himself. I know. Oh. Very inventive. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. My servants are disappearing on me. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Aegon? Is he just going to uh, go in as He's going to tell them that he's an elf. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm an elf. I was born to el- elf parents. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. I, I guess you, you are a tiefling. Tieflings can come from any yeah. race. So. And I, I speak elvish, too. But I think there are a few morphological differences that I think will say. Oh, well, no, but I'm an elf. <laughs> <laughs> but you have humans have fewer teeth than elves. Got a few of them knocked out. <laughs> got the whole story already. We're He's good. We're good. <laughs> I mean, if you want to set yourself up to fail, I'm fine. gonna tell Go them that I'm an elf. <laughs> oh my god. I will say I don't have anything. I don't think there's anything else that I have that I could even give to. No, that's okay. I'm just going to tell him I'm an elf. Say, I have a disguise kit if you wanted to try it. No, it's going to work out. Don't worry about it. Yay, I get to keep one servant. No, I'm an Uh, elf. An elf servant. I like the disguise kit idea. Well, I'm going to tell them that I'm an elf. Okay, here we go. Okay. Joel, Joel just loves the idea of this of, of us stirring up trouble. No, but... 
This is a good plan. Trust me. <laughs> okay. You know what, Joel? I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. It, it, it's a good plan. It's a good plan. Hey, so you have your backup character? I mean, just out of curiosity. <laughs> I have a backup character. Yeah. Why do you ask? No, no, no reason. Just curious. Huh. Okay. Good. Joel, do we attack Daniel now? Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to out Daniel as not being an actual elf. <laughs> this, this guy's not even an elf. He doesn't speak elvish. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Let's That's get him. so true. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that is that is certainly a tactic you could use. God. If only <sighs> someone would have taken the language feat. If only. All right, Josh, I think we're ready for whatever whatever All awaits right, well, us. So with your disguises on, you continue forward and enter into the elven settlement. So you enter into this village, and it's a relatively small village. It consists of about 40 buildings kind of sprawled throughout the forest. Uh, their construction differs a little bit from what you've seen around Alcina. They're built mostly just from wood with some swirling carved designs on them um, and some like uh, sturdy like wooden posts to keep the buildings up. But they still retain like the same like pointed roofs with like the decorative ornamentation on them that you uh, saw in Alcina. The residents of this village are all hard at work. They're chopping wood outside of their homes. They're preparing meals at their blazing fires and they're crafting tools out of wood and what appear to be pieces of scavenged metal. Those who are not wearing armor are dressed in shabby clothing, seems to be worn out from their rough lifestyle and a decent number of them look tired and slightly ill. In addition to this, all residents are elves, as I said before. They've Their antlers range from like the small single-pointed horns of the young folk to the occasional full six-pronged antlers of the elder folk. And a lot of them are decorated with either paints or dangling beads, just anything to make them look like really decorative and pretty. It's actually kind of a kind of a cool sight. As you approach, the adult residents of the village stop their work to watch you with curiosity. And a small group of elven children who have not grown their antlers yet, all gather to peer at you from around a big stack of hay. And looking ahead, you can see a group of elves sitting around a cooking pot outside of one of the homes. And you recognize this particular group as the same elves that ambushed you at the river. Oh, man. <laughs> and the leader of their crew, the elf that almost killed Vez, looks up at you as you approach and give you a curious look as you pass by at a distance. And you see him stand up, and his group stands up, and they begin to slowly follow you from a distance. Oh. Oh, man. Uh, I think Gunner's going to lean over to uh, Theo, be like, just be ready for whenever things go bad. But... At least they won't recognize you immediately. I hope, anyway. Um, hey, I recognize him! Oh, crap. And you see they're, they're pointing at Aeon. <laughs> oh, thank God. I mean, oh, crap. Stop them! <laughs> and you see, like, the village starts to teem with activity as uh, 
people start to pick up tools, some of them pick up weapons, and you actually see some warriors are starting to stalk towards you, and they're pulling out their great axes oh, as man. they do so. Uh, guys, I, I don't think we should move. We're not in the wrong here. They were. All we have to do is explain this. And and Fio's going to slowly reach to his mask to, to pry it up so people can see his face <laughs> so he's not, a, he's not an unknown. While he's doing that, with whatever strength she has, grabs his hand and yanks it back down. What? What are you? What are you doing? They recognized the air god. I. I don't we, be scared. He is a healer. He is a man of the church. We can still play this. Please don't. I, <sighs> he can feel her like shaking. <laughs> Fio, don't say anything, Fio. Please. <sighs> Okay, fine. I just, I really don't like lying. I think it just causes way more problems, but okay. I think we probably let them approach. Yeah, I don't, Thea's not going to do anything. He's not going to reach for his weapon or anything. He's just going to stand still. Yeah. Yeah, and they're all very specifically looking at, (laughs) they're looking at Aegon and Gunner. As they get closer, it's like their eyes start to widen in recognition. Oh, crap. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, is is one of the people in the crowd who, who said that, is it the same guy whose antler brother is with Gunner? Do we see him? No, the group that is approaching you from behind is the same group that attacked you at the bridge. You do not see Gunner's antler oh, brother. Man. Are any of them looking at my face right now? Uh, they are now, not as they're getting closer. Okay. Uh... I was going to cast a sky self. They'll see me cast it at this. Day. Well, I don't know. Do you think they would see me cast? At this at this point, they would notice. Okay. Well, I think Gunner is going to kind of stay close to Jasper, basically in an attempt to try and play the, the servant ruse. Like, oh, he's an idiot servant. He got out or whatever. He was doing something he shouldn't have. So I think that's Gunner's current plan. Basically, Gunner's going to look at Jasper and be like, help me. I didn't think they'd recognize me this quickly. He's just waiting for the elves to come. There's nothing to say or do. No, that's fair. All right, so a large group of elves kind of begin to converge on you. Some of them are walking between buildings to come at you from the sides. They all look really weary. There's the group coming at you from behind. And then up ahead, you can see there are more coming forward. They're all carrying either sharp farming or hunting implements, or in some cases carrying crossbows or great axes. And they approach, and the brigand leader steps up, stops about ten feet away from you, and he says, You have a lot of nerve coming here. We're traitors, after all. I don't buy your bullshit. (laughs) I recognize these two. Oh, Oh, hello! And I bet. <laughs> God damn it. He, he, he stops and he blinks. Okay. Um, recognize you two. You killed Finleek and Jofrid. And I'm not going to let that stand. Oh, is that, is that's quite an accusation. I didn't do anything of the sort. You stabbed her in the throat. I don't think I did. I, I, I surely didn't kill anybody. That would go against the teachings of the church. I think, so, is there a crowd around? Yeah. I think the only thing Gunner has left is to do the only thing that Gunner is good at, and he's going to try and work the crowd. Oh, my God. He's going to turn around and say, Can you believe this? We're here to trade 
our goods with with your people, and and this man comes up and makes these wild accusations. They're not wild accusations. And he, he's starting to get really, really angry. But can you give me a uh, deception check? Or performance. I think maybe performance since you're trying to play the crowd. Okay, that is a unnatural 20. Okay, the crowd is starting to stop and look over at him, and he's like, no, listen to me. What proof do you have? You come here, and you start marching forward at us with weapons. We didn't come for any kind of violence. But what is the meaning of this? I demand to know. And Gunner's just trying to be loud and just grab the attention of everyone around him that he can, just trying to see if, like, maybe peasants or kind-hearted individuals will come to his aid. (laughs) Anyone at this point. Okay. Why don't you give me another performance check? Uh, Come on. Okay, that's uh, 18. Okay. Crowd's starting to look like they're not quite buying your side. Oh, damn. Like, they're starting to kind of edge forward a little bit, and he's like, and the brigand leader's like, yeah, you can't escape from this. Like, he's kind of trying to look around at the rest of the group, and he says, I saw with my own eyes. We tried to collect payment from them at the bridge, and they refused, and they attacked us. They're nothing more than common thieves. Oh, my gosh. Us, the thieves? You attacked us for trying to cross a bridge. It's ridiculous. Look at him, he's trying to twist my words. Is that not what you did? That's exactly what you did. No, you attacked oh, us. Oh, lie to all these people. Gunner turns around with his hands wide open. All these people lie to all of them. <laughs> Why don't you give me another oh, performance check? <laughs> Come on. Uh, that was a 12. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. But I got a plus six. I can only do so much. <laughs> Could you use your inspiration points? Uh, you fool. But yeah, the crowd doesn't look like they're believing your side of the story. So they're starting to edge closer. Like, they look like they've bought his side of the story. And uh, they're starting to point their crossbows at you. Some of the warriors walk up with their uh, their chain armor clinking as they get, like, right next to you. And one of them demands your weapons. Theo doesn't move. He's he's getting angry. He's starting to ball his fist. He doesn't like this at all. He's he's staring that guy down through the mask. He's 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 so ready. Josh, is there a visible coin pouch on the brigand in front of me? The brigand leader? Yes. Okay. You know in a fantasy game everyone carries their money around with them. Of course. Yeah. That's how it gets stolen all the time by little children. Yeah. <laughs> Gunner is going to, as discreetly as possible, try and say something to Aegon and say, I'm I'm going to do something and then run away, and then you better do the same. Saying it out of the, like, the side of his mouth. What? What is he going to do? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, Gunner's in, like, desperation mode. Like, he's, he's, okay, so in Gunner's mind, he's looking at all these people around him, and he's like, they're going to kill me for sure. So Gunner's looking to run. <laughs> I don't know. No, you're that... good. You're good. I've got my plan. Don't worry. Well, I, I think <laughs> oh, no. Gunner kind of wants to look around at his party members and maybe kind of like read, see if there's any any kind of like body language from them on like any indication of what to do. He has a plan and he's ready to execute it. But turn on him. 
turn. Oh no. Jasper's just ready his magic missile at you. <laughs> at me? <laughs> at Gunner. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, I had no idea that I was in a party with a murderer. <laughs> I know. No. Huh. Is that really? No, I'm not going to say that. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can uh. easily tell Theo's ready for whatever happens next. He's angry. He's staring that guy down. He's, he's tense. Tuo's starting to growl a little bit, too. The warrior in front of Theo motions again for your weapon, and he says, You have been accused of a crime. You will turn in your weapon, come with us, and you will be tried for it. Oh, gosh. Don't don't try to resist. Uh, what, do you do? what do we do? What's your plan? Uh, Mr. Face, what's happening? I think I know what I want to do, but... I I have a feeling I know how it's going to end. So I I don't think Gunner is going to do it. What does he do? I don't know. I think I think maybe Gunner will like turn to the guard and and say, "I think we should be allowed to hang on to our weapons until the the trial is through." I I don't think that's that's very fair at all. If so, I think his weapon should be taken as well. And Gunner points to the brigand leader. And the brigand leader says, you're in our land, not your land. Your laws don't apply here. Only ours. You either obey them or you die. And he slowly pulls out his dagger. I bought this peasant earlier, and I really <laughs> would just like to keep him by my side. Did not know he was such a filthy murderer. But, but alas, <laughs> oh my God. I don't really wish to lose out on money. You know it's hard to come by. I will keep an eye on him. Well, go. <laughs> He's staying here with us. Of course. We have no quarrel with you, whoever you are, but those two. And during this conversation, Gunnar's going to run forward, try to grab his coin purse, and make what? a run for it. What? No. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Oh 100%. What the hell? Okay. So oh my we're going to start an initiative roll. <laughs> What are you what doing, a, Gunner? This is fantastic. I love oh, it. No. I thought you just <laughs> said you weren't going to do this. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I have a plan. Oh, my okay. God. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, guys. Roll for initiative. Got a 14. Theo got a natural 20. Or Aegon, if you feel so inclined to beam us out of there, I wouldn't be mad about that either. We'll see but you, you can tell Gunner's going for the coin purse. All right, so Theo, you can choose to do something, or you can choose not to do something. <sighs> but yeah, Gunner just lunges forward and starts to go for the brigand's purse. Right, he hasn't, he hasn't drawn his weapon or anything. He's just running towards him. I think, oh God, Theo just is so ready for a fight. He's so angry at this guy because he tried to kill Vez and, and he used his friends against him. He just, he wants nothing more than just beat the crap out of this guy. But realizing that Gunner had given him his mask, I think I think he's going to try to have a moment of clarity and, and not react. He's going to tense up and be ready for whatever. So I think he's going to be ready to grab at his weapon, but I think he's just going to wait and see what happens. Because he realizes only two of them are, you know, under fire, quote unquote, in this situation. And that he can do something later if he's not, you know, under arrest too. 
So I think he's just going to hold his turn and, and hold his hand back to stop Tuo from lunging forward. Okay. Aegon, what are you going to do? Aegon is going to do his best confused and like surprised face whenever he sees Gunner doing this. <laughs> like, <gasps> I can't believe, I can't believe this man is trying to take your coin pouch. <gasps> Give me a performance oh check. This is the most performance check I think we've ever rolled. Use your inspiration. Use I'm your not inspiration. Gonna use, I don't use inspirations, AJ. No, Joel, please. Uh, that's an 18. Okay. <laughs> that's all he's going to do. Yeah, because like as they're reacting, you see they're watching Gunner and... They're not, like, watching you as heavily. It looks like they don't consider you part of the threat. <laughs> so, unluckily for Gunner, some of the people in the Brigand Leaders oh, group no. get to move first. So, as soon as he lunges forward, one of them charges forward and stands next to Gunner. And they are just going to try to... They're going to draw their weapon out and try to stab oh him God. with their short sword. And that is only going to mean 11 to hit you. That'll miss. Then one of the other brigands comes running around and uh, stands in front of Aegon. And doesn't go for Aegon, still goes for Gunner, but it looks like they're blocking Aegon's path. And they're going to stab at Gunner, and they're going to get a 21. Okay, that'll, that'll hit. And since you're within five feet of one of their allies, they get their sneak attack damage. Damn. Oh, man, 10d6. <laughs> no, they they do, they do not get a whole lot of extra damage from okay. attack. In this case, they only dealt an extra one. Yes, that's good. So that's going to be eight piercing damage to you. Okay. And then a third one is going to run up and stand between you and the leader that you were charging at. And they are also going to stab at you. That's going to be a dirty 20. Okay, that hits me. They also get their sneak attack damage. So that's going to be another eight. So these three brigands all moved faster than Gunner could, and they stood between him and the person whose purse he was trying to steal. Damn. Okay. So now it's Gunner's turn. Your friends are right behind you, but your entire path forward is cut off by these elven brigands. And you can tell by now that it, it appears they do have the full support of the rest of the village. Oh, well, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I kind of figured I was going to be foregoing that. I think, well, shoot, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Damn, I wish I had a teleport. That would be nice. Guess <laughs> at least as a bonus action to give Gunnar a little bit of help for himself. He is going to shift. So that will give him a little bit of help. So yeah, Gunnar grows his extra hair. He grows his little... Does he, I forget, he gets his little fangs, right? Yeah, he, he has this overall more bistro look. I mean, you, you can tell in his eyes. So yeah, and, he, and he's just he's just going to take off to the east, and he's going to take the dash action. So, incurring whatever opportunity attacks come along the way. Oh, no. Okay, so as Gunner's running away, one of the brigands that attacked him earlier does get to make an opportunity attack against mm -hmm. him. But then since you had him move through Aegon's space... The second one does not get to make an attack against you, but the third one does. So two of the brigands get to attack you, mm. and you also have to skim past one of the warriors, so they also get to attack you. That's fine. That's fine. And remember, the brigands can still use their sneak attack for their opportunity attack. Oh, boy. So the first one, well, that's your lucky day. That was a seven to hit. The second brigand, mm. natural one. Good, good. And then the 
elven warrior with a ferocity that he swings his axe is more like a berserker is going to swing his great axe at you. Man. And that is going to be a 16. Okay, that would match, but Gunner is going to use his reaction to activate his shield tattoo. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, so nice. that will be expended. I'll get rid of that. Oh, see, so yeah, your tattoo just shimmers, like unravels from your skin and just creates this spiraling magical shield around you that causes its axe to bounce off of That's you. so cool. Yeah. So I've only used 50 feet. I've got 40 more. Gunner's just going to keep running into the woods as fast as he can. <laughs> he, he out of there. Okay. Okay. So Gunner starts charging through the village. He's trying to just escape and get out of there. And two of the other brigands are going to try to follow you to a degree. Let me know once I get out of sight of everyone. Gunner wants to do something. Yeah, I think if you run maybe another 50 feet, you'll be able to get out of the village and into the surrounding forest. Two of the brigands are going to dash after Gunner, but they are still like a good 60 feet behind him. And since they use their action to dash, they can't attack, but they do have their crossbows out. So, Vez, you just saw all of this go down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she does not really know what to do. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> Let him go. Okay. <laughs> then I guess she will just prepare an action if they should try to attack our group here. Okay. What, what action are you preparing? If they attack us, she'll attack back. Okay. All right, well, the warriors around Theo, um, the one that was asked for his weapon earlier, is going to step forward, and he is not going to swing his axe, but he is going to try to grapple Theo, like, in an attempt to restrain oh him. Uh... So it's like a, a hostile act, but you know he's not, like, trying to kill you. He's trying to restrain okay. you. I, uh, I don't think he's going to fight it, but... He's not going to just, like, easily go into his thing. He's going to be tense, but he's not going to fight him. I think he's going to let it happen. Okay, so are you, are you willingly failing the, yeah, the grapple I, check? I think he yeah, he's, he's swinging his arms open for a hug. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you want to hug me. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. God dang it. <laughs> no, so two of them are going to grapple Theo. And then a third one is going to come over, slip past his allies, and he's going to try to grapple Aegon. Is Aegon going to resist, or is he going to let it happen? I don't think Aegon has much chance of resisting anyway, so he's just, uh, yeah, he's going to let it happen. All right, so yeah, this muscular bearded elf just grabs you and, like, holds you down. And Vez, one of them is also going to come for you as well to try to grapple her. Um, if I just... Like, stand next to you, will you not touch? She, like, is trying to make it seem like she's very just uncomfortable with him, like, trying to, yeah. <laughs> well, he's not, he's not gonna, like. No, but she's trying to, she's purposely trying to make it uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look like he cares. Okay, okay. As far as he knows, you are a threat that needs to be held down for the moment. He's probably just gonna, like, grab your arm and, like, keep you from moving. She won't resist then. Okay. And then finally, the last warrior is going to come up next to the horse, and he's going to motion for Jasper to get down. <laughs> Jasper can't do anything. It's not his turn. Don't... Well, yeah, but yeah, on your turn, you can make that choice. He, he is gesturing for you to get down. Freaking captain is going to just yell, 
fuck! And he is going to dash at <laughs> oh, Daniel, kill him. Kill him in the forest. Yes. Oh, my Please. God. <laughs> uh, if I had more health, yeah. maybe. But I don't. I think that would be the yeah, I know. if he did that. <laughs> That'd be so cool, though. Gotta put your war paint on. Yeah, and then it is on to Jasper. Jasper's just gonna look and go, I don't like filthy commoners touching me, but if it's of my race, fine. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. I'll just slowly get down. Okay, so you get off your horse, and uh, he looks like he's probably gonna grab you next turn. And that will also dispel your disguise for him, right? Once he starts touching you. I think it's a perception check, but yeah. It doesn't dispel it. But he'll realize there's an illusion. Yeah, so you cast Disguise Self, right? Was that yeah. what you used, Nate? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy. You guys got this into this mess, okay. so he has no idea really what to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they will not be able to see who you are. Well, actually, no, it says to discern that you're disguised, they can use their action to inspect your appearance. But I think, like, once they start actually touching you, though... Okay, I'll, I'll still. I think I'll still have him make the intelligence check for the moment, just because I, I think, think that's, that's usually how it's done. It's not that they instantly know. Yeah, maybe he's like not looking at you specifically. He's like grabbing you and like watch, like looking out after Gunner. So like he doesn't realize he's not holding like a flesh flesh arm. He's holding <laughs> a metal arm. Because Jasper's basically going to distract him and point to the situations of the other people, more of the talk. Okay. So combat is basically over for everyone else. Are you guys cool with me cutting you all out of the initiative and just going to Gunner and the three people chasing him? Yeah, Fia just needs to call back to Tuo and say, uh, Veda, Veda, for him to just stay and, and, and calm down just to hang out and not do anything, that everything is okay. Yeah, they throw a net on him. Oh, no, my poor baby boy. Oh, no, Tuo. Tuo, it's okay, boy. Tuo, Veda, Veda. Better. So now we're on to Gunner, since we're kind of skipping everyone else. So Gunner is going to keep running. Gunner, Gunner is going to keep running as best he can to try and outpace them. And basically, what he's looking for is he's looking for a good opportunity to like duck somewhere and hide and cast a sky self on him. Specifically, if he can like. It, like, if he's still in the village, but out of sight of them, he wants to maybe try and disguise himself as someone who's, like, a peasant or very poor. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, Gunner, you don't even need to run to the edge of the village. I'll just let you, like, cut a corner, and you can use your hide action to try to hide. Okay, I will do that. All right, so, stealth track. That was a 14. It's not my best work, but it's something. But, to boot... Well, I, I, I guess on my next turn or however you want to do it, I'll I'll use my disguise self. Yeah, so you you hide and the brigands all pull up like near where you are and you rolled higher than their perception. So they're just looking around and they obviously can't see you. And the brigand leader looks very angry. He actually like stabs his dagger into the side of a nearby building. Like, really deep into the wood. He is furious. Mm. I mean, does it look like they've given up on looking for me at this point? Yeah, they, they look for you for a little bit, and then they give up and they head back to the rest of the group. Okay. Well, if, I, if I'm well hidden enough, then maybe Gunner wouldn't use his disguise self, because he was just trying to find, like... Or, or was that assuming that I had used disguise self? No, that's because you hid well enough that they were not able to find you. Like, I think maybe Gunner 
did some juking and he hid like in an empty barrel that like probably stored like food so it smells like fermented grapes in there Mm. you know grapes apples whatever so it's not a pleasant spot but they don't like think oh we should check this barrel okay okay well, yeah, there's Gunner. One of them lifted up the rock next to the barrel, but not, they didn't look into the barrel. <laughs> yeah, they're like, maybe he's under here. Oh my God. No, those are just worms. Well, he's a worm. Him. Well, but metaphorically. <laughs> this is dumb. I love it. <laughs> but no, they, they head back, and the brigand leader walks right up to Aegon and tries to punch him in the face. Whoa. Uncalled for. Miss, miss. Yeah, he he misses. That's an eleven. <laughs> yes, he's a failure. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What what is what is the meaning of this? Are you drunk? <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the warriors grabs him and like pulls him back and says, "No." <laughs> and they they just hold him. They hold him back, and he's like struggling, trying to get away. And the warrior just pulls him back and says, "You will not strike prisoners. They're guilty. You can do whatever you want." And then the warrior who's holding on to Jasper is going to make that intelligence check. Uh, it's only an eight. Nope. So he he does not notice that Jasper is disguised. Maybe he's grabbing onto like part of the cloth area of Jasper's disguise where Jasper is actually like clothed. Yeah, luck check. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Way to go. All right. There's some hope. Oh, my God. I, I think seeing that they're holding back the brigand captain, I think Theo uh, loosens up a little bit, realizing that it, they're not entirely on his side necessarily, and that there's a way for them to actually make a case. I think he relaxes just a little bit. Still tense, but relaxes a little bit. Okay. Yeah, and more of the people begin to kind of come forward, some of the residents, some more warriors. Uh, they take Jasper's phantasmal horse. And one <laughs> of them looks really confused when some steam leaks out from under the saddle. <laughs> You just hear a giant elephant noise. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's a giraffe. <laughs> yeah, it is a giraffe. Yeah, they, they lead the horse away. And uh, Vez, you actually see them hook up the horse next to your horse. <laughs> oh my God, oh, my of course. You're, but your horse is going to be lonely in a little bit. I know. Yeah. <laughs> in about an hour. <laughs> then they begin to firmly push all of you forward not like roughly but like they're very much you are coming this way and uh, they lead the group through town people are continuing to stare after you and look at you and they lead you to a a rundown looking home and they open the door and they start to motion all of you inside they are also trying to take your weapons Little did they know my fists are my weapons. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh-huh. Jasper doesn't have any weapons. Uh. Yeah, unless you guys are resisting, they are taking all of your like supplies uh. and weapons away from you. Like they're leaving you with your clothing and your jewelry. Oh and my that's god! Will they leave me with my prayer book? Um, yes. They left you with your prayer book, and then Jasper, what's your spellcasting implement it's again? The book. The book. Okay, yeah, the Gutenberg. Uh, yeah, they leave you guys with your books. But, like, they take uh, Fio's weapon and they take Bez's quarterstaff. Oh, my God. Well, they take mo- they take it, multiple weapons. He brought both of his axes. <laughs> and then 
He's also got some caltrops. He's got like a bunch of rope. Yeah, he, he's like he's like loading weapons onto the table <laughs> yeah. for them. Hold on, I think I left a dagger in right next to my butt crack. Hold on, <laughs> no, it's right there. No, they don't call it you know old yeah, stinky they... shank for nothing. <laughs> 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 so they, they take they take the stinky shank and then they pile all of you into this building. It, the building just has a dirt floor and it looks like it's whatever they use for uh, holding prisoners here. Because you, you doubt they have like a lot of prisoners. And they do throw two of them oh, there with goodness. you. And uh, then they close the door and it locks with a loud clunk. hope you enjoyed this episode if you did share it and our other episodes with your friends family and co-workers your boss if you're daring visit our website to find your copy of a DD quick starter guide and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description there we discuss episodes dungeons and dragons and stem topics that we all love thanks again for listening we can't wait to see you here at applied dungeoneering some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net.